Welcome to the journey with Sarah Alexia, where we embark on life's roller coasters together because this life is not easy. Join me, your host, Sarah Alexia, as we navigate the twists and turns, finding comfort in the belief that with a touch of humor, because I can be funny, a sprinkle of motivation, and a dash of divine guidance, life's journeys becomes not just bearable, but truly remarkable. Get ready for a podcast full of wisdom, motivation, and the timeless words from the good book itself, the Holy Bible. Let the journey begin. Hey y'all, welcome back to The Journey with Sarah Alexia. It is I, the Sarah Alexia. Happy first week of the year. I pray that this first week was everything that you needed. I pray that it was the refresher that you needed. I pray that it was the new beginnings that you needed. I pray that it was just the fresh start that you've been looking for. I pray that it was a positive, positive first week. And again, congratulations to even making it to the first week of the year. So you're probably looking at your phone like, oh snap, she dropped an episode on a Saturday. Yes, 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 I did. So the whole purpose of, you know, having a weekend episode, I want to start weekend bonuses. So I just don't, I don't want to just stick to the Wisdom Wednesdays, which I just started and the Motivation Mondays. But I also want to allow, you know, for, for me to share my thoughts also on the weekend, because like, you know, thoughts still come in and maybe it doesn't align to a Motivation Wednesday or maybe it doesn't align to a Wisdom Wednesday. Um, and I'm like, you know what, why not just call it a weekend bonus where there's no specific topic, there's no specific you know, uh, reason for it. It's just, it's just an episode. So this is just an episode and I pray that you're blessed by it. I pray that, um, you know, you're able to apply, you know, what I'm about to say again, it's still coming from scripture, but it, it blessed me and I just pray it blessed you. So the other day I was reading Hosea 2.14 and this is what it says. It says, therefore I am now going to allure her. I will lead her into the wilderness and speak tenderly to her. So when I looked at this, right, I'm like, God, there's been multiple times in the Bible where it talks about you leading people into the wilderness and, you know, it's, it's beneficial, but I feel like here on earth, you know, outside the Bible, when we're, we're led into a wilderness season, like, we're just like, what was me? Like, God, why are you doing this to me? God, why are you punishing me? But when you look at the Bible, um, when you look at the Bible, it, it shows you that the wilderness is necessary. And I truly believe once we get to that understanding that the wilderness is necessary, we would be more appreciative of the wilderness season. And that's that's what this verse told me. It's like, you know, we need to be more appreciative of the wilderness season. Because when you look prior to this um, verse, in verse 12, it says, I lied. In verse 13, it says, I will punish her for the day she burned incense to the bales. She decked herself with rings and jewelry and went after her lovers, but me she forgot, declares the Lord. Now, the Lord is basically upset with this one because you're sitting there worshiping idols and you're not worshiping me. But God says, you know, I'm going to lead her into the wilderness and I'm going to speak tenderly to her. He didn't say I'm going to lead her into the wilderness and I'm just going to I'm gonna rebuke her. I'm going to do this. He's obviously going to rebuke her, but he's going to speak tenderly to her. So my first point as I record this is, you know, the reason why the wilderness is necessary, because sometimes when we are led into the wilderness, we are led to be rebuked. We are led to be spoken tenderly to so that way we can turn from our wicked ways. So if you find yourself in a wilderness season, maybe you can sit there and reflect, OK, God, how have I 
um, dismissed you? How have I repent? How have I sinned against you? And maybe you can use that wilderness season to repent. You can use that wilderness season to renew your mind. You can use that wilderness season just to, you know, seek God and seek his heart and see how you can live a life that aligns with his heart. Cause it looks like this woman here, her heart was not aligned with God's heart. So therefore God had to lead her into the wilderness to speak tenderly to her so she can get her heart to align with God's, God's heart. Hopefully that makes sense. So first point, the wilderness is necessary because it allows for us to be rebuked and we're going to be rebuked privately. It's not a public matter. Like we'll, you'll notice when you're in a wilderness season and God is really dealing with your heart and he's dealing with your mind, it's no one knows. Like I've been through seasons where God literally dealt with me. He dealt with the way that I thought. He dealt with the way that I was treating people. He dealt the way with the way that my heart was very like stony, but no one knew about this wilderness season. It was literally between me and God. So whatever season that you're going through and it's a wilderness season, understand it's not for a public display for everyone to know about, but it's between you and God. And for that, you should be grateful that God is rebuking you in private in your wilderness season. So again, the first point is the wilderness season is necessary because it allows for us to be rebuked privately. Now, like I said, this is not the first time I read that somewhere in the Bible, folks were led to the wilderness season. So even Jesus was led into the wilderness season. So Mark 1, 12 to 13. And it reads, at once the spirit sent him out into the wilderness. And he was in the wilderness 40 days being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals and angels attended him. So we see here that Jesus himself was led by the spirit to be tempted by Satan. And that brings us to my, that just brings me to my second point. Like I can elaborate, but sometimes we're led into the wilderness for our faith to be tested. And, you know, sometimes we're like, okay, why does my faith have to be tested? Because it just, I think it's a, for me, this is me personally. I'm not sure what people would say about this, but I truly believe our faith needs to be tested so that way we can really prove how much we love God. Like we just have to prove how much we love him. Like some things, like certain people will hit you up during this wilderness season. You know, you're not supposed to be talking to them because they're no good for you. Listen, do you love God more than you love that text message? Do you love God than you love the, do you love God more than you love your sin? Do you love God more than you love your pride? Do you love God more than you love gossip? Sometimes you are literally led into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan to see whether or not we love God more or do we love the things of this world more, which is Satan. Satan is of this world. So second point is plain and simple. Sometimes we're led into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan. And it's good. And the thing is, it's a good thing because you may look at that or you may hear this and you're thinking, well, how is that a good thing? It is a good thing because it's an opportunity for you to prove that you love God. Like all jokes aside, like it is an opportunity for you to prove that you love God, which is a good thing because you really get to be like, yo, God, I will die for you. Like even if like my the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, but I I will kill this flesh for you. Like that's a perfect opportunity because when even when you look at the verses prior to the one that I just read, it says, just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove and a voice came from heaven. You are my son whom I love with you. I am well pleased. And then it says Jesus was led into the wilderness. So Jesus was like, yo, God is pleased with me. Oh, I'm going to prove to him that I love him so much. 
Yes, I'm being led into the wilderness, but God just told me two hours ago that he's pleased with me. He told me that I'm his son. I got to prove to him that this word, that this word that he spoke over my life is not in vain. So Satan, whatever you try to throw at me, I know the word so much because he has spoken it to me. I'm going to use it to rebuttal every accusation you have against me. Yo, listen, be grateful if you end up in a wilderness season and you're tempted by the devil, because that is the perfect opportunity to prove that you love God. I'm going to leave that alone. Now, Revelations 12, 14, um, and all, all these I'm reading in the NIV, but Revelations 12, 14, it reads, this is my favorite one. It says, the woman was given the two wings of a great eagle so that she might fly to the place prepared for her in the wilderness where she would be taken care of for a time, times, and half a time out of the serpent's reach. So now sometimes when we're led into the wilderness, it is necessary because that's, that's where God's going to protect us. That's where God's going to nurture us. Like, how do I put this? So when you're led into, sometimes when we're led into the wilderness and we're like, God, why am I being led into this wilderness? Or why am I in this wilderness season? You don't know what's going out. You don't know what's happening in the, in the spiritual realm, even in the natural realm. And sometimes it's just necessary for God to put you in the wilderness because he's protecting you from something. He's protecting you from the devil. He's protecting you from the serpent. He's protecting you from certain friends. He's protecting you from certain family members. If you lost your job in this season and you know, it's a wilderness season, maybe God was protecting you from that corporation and you don't even know about it. But understand, sometimes when you're in a wilderness season, it's because God literally wants to protect you. He wants to nurture you. He wants to make sure that nothing will attack you. So that's point number three. The wilderness is often necessary for protection and nurturing. Now, Deuteronomy 2, 7. Deuteronomy 2, 7. This is what it says. The Lord your God has blessed you in all the work of your hands. He has watched over your journey through this vast wilderness. These 40 years, the Lord your God has been with you and you have not lacked anything. So something to understand when you're in a wilderness season, sometimes you may feel like you're alone. Sometimes you may feel like God has forgotten you. Sometimes you may feel like, you know, God's not even paying attention. But what it says is God is literally watching over your wilderness season. Like whatever wilderness season you're in, understand that God is watching over you. And it says that it was not in vain. Like these 40 days, these 40 years, the Lord your God has been with you. You have not lacked anything. You may have thought you lost everything. You may have thought you didn't gain anything, but God says you have not lacked anything. Indeed, he actually blessed the work of your hands. So whatever you are working on in your wilderness season, whether it was your prayer life, your worship life, or your entrepreneur life, whatever it was, whatever it is that you are working on, God has blessed the work of your hands during the wilderness season. That, that, this is, this is good. Like the wilderness is good because God is washing over you. He is blessing you and is not in vain. He says you have not lacked anything. And the last verse as it pertains to the wilderness season, which is another one of my favorite verses. Um, I really hope this is blessing whoever is listening, but Isaiah 43 verse 19, it says, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do not perceive it. I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So my last point here, and this is not the only point. Obviously, there's more if you continue to read the Bible. But God makes ways in your wilderness season. Like the season of wilderness that you're in, understand that there is something that's going to be birthed out of it. Understand that God is making a way for you, for your future. He's making a way for your family. He's making a way for your finances. He is making a way for you in the midst of your wilderness season. So new things happen in the wilderness season. So again, 
the wilderness season is necessary. If you find yourself in a wilderness season and you're just like, God, why? What was me? Understand that it is necessary. I will reiterate those five points. Sometimes you are led into the wilderness season to be rebuked privately. Sometimes you're led into the wilderness season to be tempted by Satan to prove that you love God. Sometimes you're led into the wilderness season because it's unnecessary for God to protect you and nurture you. When you're in your wilderness season, understand that God hasn't forgotten about you. He's actually watching over you. He's blessing the work of your hands. And not every, not anything was in vain. Like nothing was in vain. And the last point, God makes new ways in your wilderness season. God births things out of your wilderness season. So if you're listening to this and you find yourself in a wilderness season, understand that nothing is in vain. God is about to do something new in your life. God is protecting you. God is watching you. God, (laughs) listen, God loves you too much to just neglect you in the wilderness season. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the person that is listening to this. And I pray, God, that whatever wilderness season that they're in, whatever you have, for whatever reason you have them in this wilderness season, I pray, God, that they would see the beauty of this wilderness season. I pray, God, that they would see the beauty in you and that it would draw them closer to you, God. I pray that you would just be with them, that you would bless them, and that you would just continue, God, just to speak some wonderful truths to them. So Father, I pray that you would just protect them, protect them, cover them, and just keep them safe. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.